It's already Wednesday already. Can you believe it? It's the 25th what? of the month. UAW is going crazy. Colorado has a pedestrian dilemma. And there are a bunch of EVs that you can now lease under $400. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know. That's who good I news. Especially when yesterday we're talking about vehicles that have a 22% interest rate. If, I don't know. Wouldn't that be funny if well, EVs saw It doesn't really counterbalance that. But it, we doesn't. Can get into that. It's, it doesn't. It doesn't counterbalance. No, it but, doesn't. Know. It's just a thing, like brand we'll new get EV. It that. just feels weird. You know. The whole thing feels you know, weird. I'll get into. I'll tell you what. Uh, what are we getting into today at 2 p.m. today? is our next DeSoto Edge webinar. Uh, Kyle and I are going to be hanging out with our friends at Four Eyes, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Struggle is real. How data is destroying the customer experience. We're going to have Four Eyes expert uh, David Steinberg and Jeff Ramsey of the Orisman Group uh, with us to talk through how they're doing it, how they're deploying it. Little, like, dare I say, collaboration moment. And the coolest thing, if you attend the webinar, you get to use the Four Eyes platform for free for 60 days. Not just one of those. Bah, 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 right, 60 days. Like, nobody does that. Come nope. on. Well, they people, do on an go. Asoto Edge webinar. So you have to register. Go to asoto.com. Scroll up a little bit. You can click the link. Register right there. And uh, Kyle and I will see you in just a few hours from now on the go. 20 to 30-minute webinar. Again, quick format. Kyle, why are we wearing these scarves today? Because we are just overwhelmingly excited about the fact that we have already announced the save the date for a SoduCon 2024. It's going to be May 14th through the 17th. May? Tuesday through a 20 through a Friday. It's not in September. Hear that again. It's not in September. We're moving it to May. We got a bunch of feedback. People were like, put this earlier in the year. We got all the dealer meetings in September. We don't need it then. We're going to move it to May. We are going back to the same amazing venue. I wish so I good. could have like recorded everybody that came up to me and was like, we have some um, of it somewhere, but guys, this food was unbelievable. That's also, true. I didn't know what you were going to say. I got a ton of comments on the rooms, like the actual rooms that nice people rooms. were staying in. They were like, it was dialed in. It felt really good, felt comfortable, all that. So we'll have tickets, all the things, all the rooms ready, available end of the first week of november so we're only like 10 days away from that that's it that oh man it's gonna be so great so uh and if you're an industry partner and you want to sponsor we do have obviously a limited space on the trade show floor you know we rework it and it's it's a real neat thing and we got a little surprised but if you want to be part of that if you're interested email amj at asodu.com make sure that you are on her list so the second the prospectus is out you will be one of the first ones to get the copy and get first crack at it (sighs) all right that's it i feel like this energy this is like is this called a soccer scarf or is there another word like the pitch is the field and the the match is the game is there a soccer word for this it's a football scarf right okay okay i didn't know sometimes i get get soccer in the u.s get over it you know I'm over it. I was over it before it was in the U.S. <laughs> Speaking of not being over it. Oh, oh man. So not, and- not long after. I mean, we're talking like real soon after GM announced their Q3 earnings. The UAW initiated a strike or expanded the strike. They initiated one at the General Motors high profit SUV plant in Texas. That's the one that's making the money, Uh, impacting the production of key models and deepening the financial blow on the Detroit Big Three. So 5,000 workers at GM's Arlington Assembly um, in Texas were ordered on strike by UAW President Sean Fain. Uh, Makes 
vehicles you may have heard of, like the Tahoe, the Suburban, the Yukon, the Escalade. Yeah. Um, oh, the big money. Okay, I see they're playing ball now. That's yeah. what it's you know, all I mean, about. this is kind of like striking the Super Duty plant for Ford. Yep. Now they're like, okay, again, this is one of those things where it's like, okay, it's escalating and ramping up. They're going to run out of places to go pretty soon. Uh, UAW president, Sean Fade says, and I quote another record quarter. He's talking about the GM earnings, another record quarter, another record year. As we've said for months, record profits equal record contracts. It's time for GM workers and the whole working class to get their fair share, like how he looped in everybody. Just everybody. Uh, He's like, and the entire work. And everybody who works. GM responded by expressing disappointment in the UAW's decision, highlighting uh, that they had increased their previous proposal uh, by 25% just last week. So the UAW's uh, expansion also yesterday affected Stellantis' profitable Sterling Hills assembly plant in Michigan, where they make Ram 1500 pickups. So it seems like uh, the gloves are off. They're taking the big swings, Kyle. They are taking big swings. I'm telling you what, like both of those things are in highly profitable, high volume lines that the consumer public without a doubt wants family vehicles, right? And and this is this is where I think we're getting into the place, right? We're what, 41 or 42 days? Yep, 42, 42. yeah. And I we're getting to that place where early on, a lot of economists, a lot of people that we know in the industry, myself, we were all saying like that five to six week timeline is the tipping point of when we see that it's probably going to start impacting more deeply in the industry. And when they start pulling punches like this, it's going to really start to impact because also from what I've heard is those are the model lines in those manufacturers, like from dealers, what I've heard, those are the model lines that already had the tightest inventories, even though they have long day supply for the for the manufacturers as a whole those vehicle lines already had tighter inventory supply and so uh i I would be interested i wonder if someone will come out with like an inventory supply matrix of those particular vehicles because watching what happens to that in q4 Mm -hmm. might really uh strike a change in affordability in availability so availability availability we're back to this back to availability man it's coming gosh it's the same time of year too Uh, Uh, i mean they're running out of cards to play though so i feel like that's a good thing again like to think that they were ever going to come to a resolution without like playing the 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 heavy cards i don't think that was ever going to happen it's like four it's like forty five thousand of one hundred and fifty thousand workers right now are are on strike gotcha (laughs) and all the ev plant workers are going on every day and the company's like, I don't know if we can make any more of these. <laughs> like, uh, speaking of EVs, speaking of EVs, get out! <laughs> the show is called the Automotive Troublemaker. Just yeah, we, that's should, right. we should say that at the beginning of every show, just to set the context. Set the uh, a proposed bill in Colorado is seeking to introduce a quote vulnerable road user protection registration fee. What does Ooh. that spell? Vroop. Roop riff. <laughs> it's a roop riff uh, for heavy vehicles uh, with the intent to funnel the revenue into pedestrian and bike safety projects. This is very hmm. Colorado, by the way. Uh, the, fee, the, the fee aims to generate around $20 million annually, which, if you know infrastructure projects, isn't a ton of money. Uh, however, even a 9,000 pound vehicle like a Hummer EV would be subject to the additional fee. So basically, they're saying that. The heavier vehicles cause more pedestrian accidents or more damage when there is a pedestrian accident makes sense. So obviously a lot of EVs now qualify for this. It's, and it goes by weight. 
Like yep. there's a certain weight qualification. So um, the extra fee isn't a lot. It's $29.90, $29.90 every year um, is going to be charged in Colorado's most populated 12 counties where most of the accidents occur. Senator, uh, State Senator Lisa Cutter said, quote, data shows us higher vehicle weights correlate to vulnerable road deaths. It just makes sense to tie funding to that. It's not about disincentivizing the purchase of EVs. It's about rec or heavy vehicles. It's recognizing these are cars that are disproportionately involved in these fatalities. Also, side note, um, in 2024, Washington, D.C. is actually raising registration fees based on weight. This is like a little another story from $155 to $500 for any vehicle over 6,000 pounds, which oh. a lot of EVs are. Um, and then from $155 to $250 to vehicles over 5,000 pounds and 115 to 175 for vehicles over 3,500 pounds. So it seems like they're raising the price on everything, but disproportionately EVs are going to be affected. They absolutely are because most of your EVs are are approaching that six thousand pounds. This is a Model Three way. Hold on, I'm, I'm going to search yeah, this live. Do do the search live, Paul. So here's the thing: there's a couple of things at, at play here because what we what this doesn't this talks a lot about pedestrian and bike accidents and the way that it impacts damages and obviously like we want to take care and make sure that people have these good pathways. Um, so I appreciate like the funnel back. And I, I wonder how, I don't know how DC is handling this, but we, we've talked a little bit about like a year ago, there was a lot of stuff coming out about vehicle weight and its impact on the actual roads, yeah, right? So they're going to have sure. to figure out how to funnel more tax dollars back into not just protecting pedestrians, not just protecting bikers, but also just protecting the longevity of the roads that these heavier vehicles are continuing to drive over. So, um, you know, innovative approach. It's not that crazy of a dollar amount to go after. You know, it stinks if your vehicle registration fees every year are going up from 89 to 129 or something like that. Um, and we'll see how far they push this as more things come up as vehicle weights raise. Um, so it sets like an interesting precedent, uh, but also probably somewhat necessary. Well, little old bitty Tesla Model 3, tiny little car. 3,800 to 4,200 pounds. So even that little car that's weighs a, over two car right tons. There. And the wow. nice thing is for people like, that live where I do in upstate New York is the vehicle weight doesn't matter because the roads are destroyed far before any Ever. vehicle weight Always, would all the time. anyway from the snow and all. They're like, stuff. we just have an annual repaving budget. Uh, <laughs> so true. <laughs> we put it right on the back of the plow. The plow clears the road and in the summertime, it tears up the asphalt. It's way put together. Uh, speaking of... Um, you yeah. know, good news in EVs. Yeah, let's go with that. Let's let's that. Uh, so a range uh, of automakers are now offering electric vehicle leases for under $400 a month, making EVs more accessible to the average consumer and ramping up con competition in the market. Here's a few of the automakers uh, that, are, uh, that are doing this. You've got Nissan, Hyundai, and Kia offering the Leaf the Ionic 6 and the Kia Nero EV for under $400 a month. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, people out there and journalists are pointing to this as a direct response to Tesla's pricing pressure and the increased supply of electric vehicles in the market. So, uh, uh, you know, going after Tesla, who continually is dropping prices, as well as the affordability issues in the market. Um, as they, well, nobody wants one problem. And no one wants one. <laughs> Did we, did we mention this is called the troublemaker? Hold on. Did we meant did It's we, our PR department. It's coming in. Yep. They're okay, pulling the plug. Line. Got it. Understand. 
I'll, I'll tender my resignation now. No, uh, we're going to save that buy, one for a real yeah, time when it matters. Some buyers are also utilizing what's what they're calling a one-day lease, this uh, lease tax loophole, which allows vehicles, uh, they get the access to the bene benefits, irrespective of the $7,500 IRA tax credit income in eligibility. They lease it for one day. And then buy out the lease. <laughs> That's going to get what shut down. Nuts, That's going to get like, shut down. Well, because there's an income requirement, maximum require income right. requirement to get the credit. So like, no, 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 no. They're not buying it. They're leasing it yep. for a day. Right? You'll for a day. be back and buy it tomorrow. Um, that's going to get shut down real quick. It's got to get shut down. But I mean, it'll that's take wild. 90 days at least. Everybody's <laughs> trying to figure out how to get all the money out of the tax incentives, get the least amount of payment or pricing that they possibly can um, because affordability is at an all-time high. And look, if I've if I've known one thing about Americans, they're resourceful. You know what I mean? That's true. They're resourceful. The entrepreneurial spirit is alive and well. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I like the idea of there being some affordable vehicles in the market. Sub $400 payments are few and far between, and the fact they happen to be EVs, um, there are just so many people where an EV lifestyle will actually work in, in a decent way. Well, Low mileage I, commuters, like, people who park in a garage every night, yes. like makes so much sense for so many. And so, leases make the most sense with EVs because of the rapid, rapidly changing technology. Yep. So to be able to offer an affordable lease on an EV, that's your fastest way to adoption. So kudos to the Questions about battery health, that. all that stuff. Well, we hope you are having an amazing day and continue to have an amazing Wednesday. Make sure you come back. Join us at 2 p.m. for the webinar. Go to wisoda.com, scroll down a little bit, click on the Four Eyes webinar. We will see you there.